beautiful people hello 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 now i gotta say first before i tell you who i am that we don't have a guest (laughs) (laughs) my big sister step is back back off hiatus how you feeling i'm good i'm good i'm i feel um renewed okay um because I, you know, this journey I've been on. Yes. And so I just, every day I get to walk around in this house and just be like, God, this is, this is my miracle. Yeah. Truly, this is my miracle. And so I'm just grateful for um, everything you and your, just your prayers, your willingness to step out and go crazy with me do this yeah. stuff and <laughs> somebody else would be like i ain't helping you move what is you talking like you ah, just listen. said yep let's do this Look, like do yeah <laughs> so Look. i appreciate you willing to be in this crazier faith thing mm-hmm. with me and yeah. uh i'm just i'm excited about uh what's to come i just yeah. feel like we're on the what is your word say your word the precipice precipice yes that word <laughs> we're on the, the yes on our sat uh uh-huh, words against the precipice of something um big because of yeah. our obedience yeah and you kept it going so let me personally say thank you oh, for man. you took you took it all along like typically you do a part i do a part but you mm-hmm. took it all i asked that you want you like no i got it right. so <laughs> no i, I you appreciate know, it, you it's one of those things where I was like, so it's like, all right, I want to keep you involved. But like, I feel like that time was a time of rest and reflection for you. And so I didn't want you to have to do anything connected. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, all right, I'm going to just figure it out and take this on. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) You did amazing. Kudos to you. (laughs) And thank you to every single person who was on with Jared. That was amazing. I like it. I looked forward to watching the episodes so that I can see what was happening and so thank you all thank you so much it was so much fun watching that's why I said you like well shoot maybe I don't need to come back you got this thing a lot it was so good so kudos to you stop it (laughs) my little big brother (laughs) and thank you to every person who joined you on the show Yes, um, shout out to that it. was amazing. Cord and Jamia week one. Um, our brother L Lamont Thompson week two. Um and shout out to uh to Mike Brown. Mike Brown, um uh <laughs> we still get jokes about this about how uh everybody loves Mike Brown more than <laughs> they love me. But, oh my um, gosh. Like he he's truly one of my guys, he's truly a friend, man. And and yeah. And I probably had to ask him maybe two days before the show aired where everybody else had advanced notice um, at least a week. And he just stepped right in and, and was like, yeah, man, yeah. I'll do it. And, and we it. were able to get it done. So shout out to you, Mike Brown. 
Yeah. And shout out to, to Vince Thomas, man, uh, my pastor. <laughs> Hello. Um, when you can call on your pastor for anything. Man, listen. And, and look, I, it was something I was telling him, because um, you know how we talk. We'll talk for about an hour or, <laughs> or so before the podcast starts. And that's right. in addition to our production meeting. But right. he and I kind of did the same thing. And I was just talking to him about every time that I've called him and asked him, like, for something there hasn't been any hesitation so like you remember when we went up to georgia state yep and he was right there he was right there you know what i'm saying yeah. Um, yeah. i asked him to officiate um the wedding he you know he was like man yeah. of course right i asked him about this podcast a week before you know what i'm saying we were going to record and, and there yeah. was no hesitation so salute to you man I, we, we truly appreciate you yes all of y'all like really it was just amazing yeah. so thank you Yes. Um, thank you for holding us down. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I am Jared the Football Genius <laughs> Burgess. <laughs> and I am Stephanie Fitzpatrick, aka the Advantage Coach. And this is episode 138 of the Field to the Real podcast. And it feels so wow. good to have you back, Steph. Yeah, um, I'm happy to be back. And let's go ahead and dive right in because we know who's really right is the, the portion of the show where we uh, get to <laughs> duke it out on. <laughs> on different sides of the coin and so for this yeah, one yeah. um we we talked a little bit about the nfl and what we've been seeing right now and it's funny because every time you and i talk about a topic um and i haven't heard it before it's like the day that we record i'll hear somebody else talking about it. i told and you they've like, listening yeah. they're listening to our conversations <laughs> right. i promise you like right. we had our they production meeting and now now all of a sudden it's what y'all want to talk right. about yeah, yeah. Uh, Patriot Act. I'm sorry, no. I'm a conspiracy theorist. Um, <laughs> but no, we've seen a lot of these NFL ga- games, and like, so the only winless team is the Detroit Lions. Yes. But there is no team that's undefeated. Every team has a loss, and so usually a couple even right. Yeah, yeah. Every yeah. team has a few losses. I, I don't think there's a team with one loss. Yeah, no. <laughs> and so what that produces is parody. Like there's yep. no team right now that we can definitively say they are the Super Bowl favorites. Correct. But they will be the Super Bowl champion. Nope. And so our who's really right for this week is is this parody good for the NFL? Okay. Step. <laughs> As mostly. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies first. Okay. Yeah. Um, so you know I'm torn, but I but I will mm-hmm. say this. Um, I think it's not good in in one sense because like I told you in our production meeting, I mm-hmm. feel like <clears throat> when you have that that juggernaut team or a couple of them that are just dominating. It, people get on board with that, right? It, mm-hmm. I think even the non non real fan, the non super right. fan, right, um, will get on board when there's a team that just seems to be doing really well, right? Like right. I know too many people who are Patriots fans. You from those, the country, those like casual like, huh? fans, right? You, I mean, <laughs> these are. I mean, I know one who's a casual fan, and I know somebody who is a diehard football fan. And you and the pace, but that's because that team was a juggernaut for over a decade. Yeah. 
And so that, to me, missing that piece kind of um, takes away from, for some people, that, that ability to really just get into football, especially that non, like it's always yeah. about those people who are not non-super fans who are not real football fans who just right. kind of like the game or like the atmosphere. It's yeah. the atmosphere when it's a juggernaut playing. Yeah. It's different. It's different. Okay. You it's know, I, different. I, I can't see you. I, I can't see what you mean. You know, I, I'm always coming from the standpoint of business. Of course. Um, <laughs> well, mostly, not, not always, yeah. but mostly I'm coming from the standpoint of business. Yeah. And something you just said just now made me think about my whole position on this because um, when I talk about, um, you know, usually when I'm talking about music, I talk about the opportunities for growth right. typically is, is with the casual fan, right? Mm -hmm. Those people who may not necessarily be a part of your core fan base, but, you know, may hear something and may gravitate to it. Absolutely. And so in, in this case, we talk about the casual football fan and they may gravitate to whoever the hottest team is right now. Right. We're trendy. That's what we do. Right. And so <laughs> I, I do think there's, there's a space and an opportunity for that. But one of the things I wanted to highlight was the, the NFL teams who are typically out of it, out of the race by now, mm -hmm. right now, they're still in the race. And one of the things we would see is that those fan bases start to fall off. Not that they're no longer fans, but they're not going to the games as often. So they're not mm -hmm. selling as many seats, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. um, they're not buying as, as much, you know, merch. merch. Yeah. And so now that so many teams are jockeying and vying for a playoff spot, I think we're starting to see like some of those games that would probably be meaningless right now, still have meaning because so many teams are in a position to you know go to the playoffs to make a run to put themselves in position to to get in the playoffs and so i think this is great for the nfl i think you know like i said that the, the opportunity for for growth um with those casual fans is there mm -hmm. but i think when we think about like these core fans in this fan base with sports we know that, and this is why certain teams leave cities. This is why the St. Louis Rams right. became the LA the Rams LA at some Rams. point because, right. um, I mean, it's a, it's a few different things, a few different reasons because of that. But what happens is if your fan base stops supporting because the team has been putting a poor product on the field, then, you know, you're not going to be getting that revenue that you would get if your team has the opportunity to make the playoffs. And so I saw this the other day with the Washington football team. Now they haven't been able to fill that stadium for a long time. Right. Um, and you know, I'm a Washington football team. Of fan, course so I had you to are. use them, but yes. the fact that they were able to at five and six, five and seven, five and six, right? Five and six. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause the Eagles are five and seven. So yeah. the fact that at five and six, they were able to boost themselves into a playoff position at the moment. Um, it still bodes well for our fan base mm -hmm. because we can put more fans in the seats. There's a lot more excitement around the city. And even those casual fans in those <laughs> cities who, if the, if the Washington football team wasn't doing so well right now, they would be off the bandwagon. They're still kind of riding right now because there is an opportunity for, you know, the football team <laughs> 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 to, 
to make well, the playoffs. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I still I think about Georgia right now. UGA. Right? UGA. UGA. Now I knew when the game came on on mm-hmm. Saturday. Right. And they were playing Georgia Tech. Bless y'all hearts. That it was gonna be a route. Okay. <laughs> I knew that. Yeah. But I still sat there. And watched it. And watched them whoop them down like they stole something. Well, you're a diehard fan. But I wasn't the only one, I'm sure. Well, like, true. You know, it's and it's some people who aren't diehard fans who didn't go to UGA. That might be a little reason why I'm a diehard fan. You know, that, mm-hmm. that kind of have that behind it, right? So right. I feel like because officially I went to both schools. So I could have just been neutral. Typically, I'm neutral. Even when I know Georgia's probably going to run through them, I'm still neutral. This year, because Georgia is is up for it and doing what Mm -hmm. they're doing, I was solely rooting for them. I'm sorry for the betrayal, Georgia Tech, but... (laughs) I literally was just, I was like, it was good to see them play because I've been worried. Like, it'd be yeah. that game that would be the one that somebody would come and beat them. No. Yeah. So to watch them win handily like they did was good to see. So right. I don't know. It's it's even as a super fan. Yeah. I still find, like, as I told you in the production meeting, the Steelers are my second team after the Falcons because of who they were yeah right they they ruled at a at, at an era before the the patriots yeah you know what i mean and right. so i that's when i became a fan yeah well I, and to your point like i've been rooting for georgia because one i just love good defense and the way that they've been playing defense has been, has been remarkable that's, i don't know that we've ever seen anything like that in college football mm-hmm. not not sm- as good as alabama's defense is i have I, it's been real like tell me a defense you've seen in college football that has Univ- smothered the way that they have that university, of Mi- university of miami when when they had every the safety Okay. Aerie was at safety. I believe Jonathan Vilma was at linebacker. Okay. Um, Joseph, I believe, was at D-tack. Like, that defense. Philip Buchanan was at corner. Like, that defense. Okay. I remember that team. Yeah. I remember that team. Yeah. They just – but the thing is, different than – I mean, we say that now because we know they went on to play in the NFL. I was about to say different than the Georgia team. Like, those aren't – I mean, Georgia has high recruits on, and on their defense, but it yeah. ain't they, their high recruits are on the offensive side of the ball. Right. So, like, these aren't, but these are cats no. we're going to see them playing in the NFL. Say, now, and, and, They're going to play the thing. in the NFL. That, that's the thing when making these types of comparisons. Like, these guys aren't finished being who they're going to be. Exactly. Playing. That's why I said, you know, yeah. Ed Reed is a first ballot Hall of Famer. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so, yeah. Um, it's hard. It's it, you know looking at them now. I, I just think back to that defense because I remember having the same feeling watching that defense, and I'm like, man, I don't think I've ever seen anything like this. Anything. And at the time, it's I just, believe I was a teenager, but 
Wow. You know, so yeah. it wasn't like I had been able to see much before. I was like, you hadn't <laughs> seen much at the time, but <laughs> yeah. Oh, but, you know what? I'm so glad you said that. We're going to take a moment. Y'all, let us know who's really right. Oh, yes. Jared says, I this say, is good for the NFL. This is good for, the, the parody is good for the NFL. And I'm on the other side of it. Like, we just need one or two. One or yeah. two. That, that we can predict. Especially, I, ooh, I have another good point. Fantasy football. Oh, yeah. That is where, it, that is where this becomes an issue. Big time. Mm. Yeah. Only with like the inconsistency of defenses. But I think the 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 top players are going to show out regardless, even the top players on bad teams. And so when you're drafting mm-hmm. those players, like think about somebody who drafted Zeke Elliott high. It's, it's clear that they hadn't been paying attention for the last couple of years. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so, you know, he's going to rise to the top. But if you drafted Tom Brady high, he's doing what Tom Brady does. Right. You know, if you drafted yeah. um, Matthew Stafford high, like, you know, with the exception of the last couple of weeks where he is, his numbers have been. Again, that parody. Yeah. Uh-huh. It'll kill. It's, it's killing these folks in this fantasy right. football. It but is. I, I think it always has, though. Yeah. It always has because while, while some teams have been dominant, you may not have had players that, that were as dominant during those times. Right, like where one player might have a good game, and you know, next week maybe not so great. Yeah, and so that that's the beauty of fantasy football because, like, you can have a quote unquote all star team. Yeah, but you know, if they aren't okay. all playing well at the same time, then yeah, it doesn't matter because you yeah. need a team, not one person. Right. Right. All right, well, y'all let us know who's really right, but I need to take a moment before we go on from who's really right okay. and say, um, we're going to just give a, a moment of, of celebration for uh, my big little brother's birthday yesterday. Uh, <laughs> I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. So Jared had a birthday yesterday, y'all. Yes. So happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. 38 years young. <laughs> hey Amen. Listen, I saw something. Somebody was like, 30 is the new, is the new teenager. And now, now that's what they're saying. 30 is the new teenager and, and 50 is the new 30. And like, I was like, oh, well, okay. Well, thank y'all. <laughs> yeah. I don't so, know about that. I'm going to embrace these grades. <laughs> when you listen, been, the grades ain't got nothing to listen i know people who've been great since they were teenagers so oh, true yeah yeah I and these kids be <laughs> dying they have gray anyway so I, I i have seen that so it doesn't matter yeah, gray is I, not the indicator anymore i, I earn mine <laughs> hey man me too but like, hey, no, oh my god i earned not, them. not mine me. i earn mine <laughs> So I just wanted to no. make sure we took a moment. Everybody in the <clears throat> when you when you see this or when you hear this, make sure you drop a comment uh-huh. giving Jared love for his birthday. He amazing man and he deserves all of the accolades and, and celebration that we can give him. Thank you, Big Sis. I truly appreciate it. Absolutely. Yes, 38 years. Yes. Hello. So praise God. <laughs> Listen, yeah. we just thank Amen. God for every year we get. Hello. Yes. Thank you. 
So Hallelujah. just wanted to do that. I'm sorry. Okay. No, now we okay. can go on. All right. Topics. Where we at? All right. So rivalry week. Did you expect? Went well for so Georgia. Many, but... it, it did. It didn't go it well, well for everybody. Went well for Georgia, but I don't know too many other teams. It did not go well for everybody. No. I'm going to start with the one that I correctly predicted last week. And so um, Vince was on last week and he yes. is a diehard University of Michigan fan. And so oh. when we were having that conversation, Woo. I was talking about the college football playoff. And, we, and that was kind of the, the reason we got into that conversation. Yeah. I made the prediction that University of Michigan was going to win that game. And I don't think many people other outside oh, of the state no. of Michigan truly believed that they would win that no. game. But it, I just felt Absolutely something not. about the fact that Ohio State blew out Michigan State and Michigan lost to Michigan State. And so <laughs> Michigan would come in feeling a little bit overconfident yeah. and not prepare as well as they probably did against Michigan State. Now, I know that was a mouthful, and I apologize. No, no you're good. <laughs> but that sometimes happens. And, and teams, what they do is they'll overlook a team where they'll feel like, you know, a little, a little right. more confident than they should. And they right. go into a game and lay an egg. And so that's what Ohio State an egg, did, baby. in my opinion. Yeah, they laid they, an egg. They laid sure. an egg and they lost mm-hmm. to Michigan. And that was the thing. It was in Michigan and it was really cold that day. It was snowing. Yeah. It was snowing. I said, oh, this is ugly. Like, yeah. from the beginning, I was like, this is ugly. But you know. Anybody who's ever listened to us or watched us knows mm-hmm. I, I'm always the person that's like, I don't, I don't understand why Ohio State is always ranked so high anyway. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's my thing all the time. Because you don't really play anybody. Then you get in these games, and this is what this what this is what makes m- my point. Cause well, this shouldn't have happened. I, I think after the SEC, um, and so I'll push back against that. After the SEC, the, the Big Ten is the next best. It is. Conference. When you it look is. at uh, the number of teams that they have ranked um, and, and really just the strength of those teams. Yeah. And so I think Ohio State is, is usually ranked um, one before their performance. When we see what they did to Michigan, and I think there's just really a lack of consistency across college football now, right? Because speaking look, of parody, huh? <laughs> you look you look at a, you look at a Alabama and what that what happened to them against Texas AM, and you say to yourself, Well, how did they lose to Texas AM? They they're probably a better team, but you know, these guys can't keep that consistency from, from week to week. And so when we go back to Ohio State, they, they probably should have beat Michigan and they probably would have if it was in Ohio State, but of it was course. in Michigan any given Saturday. And so you know, it, 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 it makes sense in Ohio state that they recruit well, you know, they're always in that top 10 and recruiting. And so, um, so I don't think it's necessarily like a favoriting of them Mm -hmm. by the committee. I do Mm -hmm. think there, and I won't go deep into this, but I do think there is a bit of disrespect for the non power five conferences when you look at for sure how disrespected Cincinnati has been. And then other teams oh in the gosh, past, what? like Central yes. Florida, um, yeah. and some of those other teams who finished the season with an undefeated record, but right. didn't get the opportunity to play for a exactly. championship. Yeah, that's a problem for me. And yeah. let me let me, let me me go back on, on my Ohio State thing and say this. 
I love you, Antoine. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> so sorry for you. <laughs> no playoffs yes. for you this year, guy. Yeah, no. Sorry. Yeah. This was it. Done and with that, football. And that's how we know, you know, I, we, we talked a little bit about the business of this thing and how, you know, I felt like a two-loss Ohio State team could possibly make it in if Iowa beats Michigan in the championship. Um, and I'm sorry, we, we're all off topic, but um, I felt like there was a chance for Ohio State to get in. But I'm thinking now, I don't think so. I think the only team that could possibly have two losses um, and still make it in and this is not this year because if they lose to Georgia, it's over for them. It's Alabama. Yep. That's the only team that could possibly do something yep. like that. And they still might make it, yeah. even if they lose to Georgia. Well, nah, nah. It's over for them if they lose to Georgia. I, no. It's over for them if they lose to Georgia because they're already outside looking in. Yeah. They need a they're win. They're number six. Are they yeah. at number six? Number yeah. six. They need a win to propel them back into that playoff four. Yeah. yeah and so if it, it, if they were to get in a bunch of teams would have to lose michigan would have to lose um cincinnati would have to lose mm -hmm. who else yeah no it, it's a few teams that would have to lose in order for them to get back in hmm. okay well either way yeah i feel like this rivalry is it's not just the ohio ohio state michigan game but a few of mm -hmm. them this this past weekend that have just kind of they shook yeah. up the whole college football the whole all this ranking yeah. all of these projections and how yeah. you had all of you just knew this was good okay well everybody's stuff just got shaken all the way up this yeah. weekend that that goes out the window during rivalry rivalry week i know what? that's a tongue twister i don't know why that word is just so hard rivalry. to get out rivalry yeah it's like yeah you got to over rivalry rivalry yes that's one of those words <laughs> precipice I'm, and right. rivalry have to be spoken <laughs> i'm gonna cut that clip and put it right in <laughs> stephanie and jared try to say rivalry rivalry <laughs> they say it real fast five times right. see how it <laughs> sounded all types of crazy yes no but, but, but anyway. tell tell me uh like some of the upsets or one of the upsets that kind of caught your eye this weekend. Oh, that was it for me because I watched that game. I yeah. think I watched that. I watched that whole game. And so I think that was the one that just really stuck yeah. out to me. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Because that was a game I watched. I was like, yeah. I'm again back to a point from the, I'm like, oh, they about to go down. I need to see. This. Let me look at this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> even on the other side of it, right? Yeah. Um, who else? Who else? Tell me who else played. I'm trying to think. Uh, Ohio, uh, Oklahoma State. I don't know if it was necessarily an upset, but Oklahoma State knocked off Oklahoma. I, I felt like Oklahoma was going to win that game. I did too. Yeah. The, yes. That, that's the other one that was popping out of my mouth when we first started was Oklahoma mm -hmm. State, Oklahoma. Because I yeah. felt like, wait, what? Yeah. Um, did Texas play somebody? I can't remember. Why do I feel like it's another like team that I was like, wait, what? Like, 
It was I mean, Ohio State. It was Oklahoma. These were the ones that were just shockers well, to me. We, we had Alabama-Auburn, and while that ended with Alabama winning, I don't think that anybody expected Auburn to play them that For time. sure. Yeah. Listen, fingers was crossed. Like, come on, Auburn. Yeah. But, yeah. 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 No, that, of course, that because they won, I can't count that one. But I feel like it, it exposed that they're not the Alabama of old. Yeah. So, but anyway, we're not talking about them right now because we're going to talk about them in a minute. So, who oh, yeah. else played? I didn't even think to pull it up. I'm like, because I was really paying attention to like the big, the, the people that were in the top, right. top like five spots because yeah. that's where it was really crucial. Well, I, I don't, I so saw this one wasn't really an upset, but the fact that their coach just got fired, Florida versus Florida State. Oh, yeah. Uh, Florida I won mean, that game uh, by three. That wasn't a, uh, an upset. That nah. was just that was just a the toilet bowl. <laughs> the, yeah, I was gonna say that was just a pitiful, po- piss poor, pitiful game yeah. to watch. If you really <laughs> that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. And I don't care. I live in Florida, and I'm gonna say it. It was. It wasn't worth the money that they printed to. To yeah, no. <laughs> It was not. It wasn't worth the extra charm. It was not. I'm like, this is horrible. <laughs> like, who? I don't even want to watch that game. Like, what? Yeah. I don't know. I'm sorry that I didn't pull it up. Actually, uh, let me, because I think maybe I made a mistake. Because Cincinnati is currently sitting at number two, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Yeah. They are. Michigan's at number three, but Alabama's at number four. Oh, I thought they were at six. Maybe that was last week. No, I, th- I, I think maybe what I did was maybe I'm not looking at the uh, um, the college football playoff rankings. Oh, I don't know. I'm looking at this, the games that were played and anything that was like, mm-hmm. Michigan, how does Texas Tech, Baylor, Baylor one no. Alabama, Auburn, Oregon, Oregon State, Penn State, oh, yeah, Michigan State. Yeah. Texas A&M and LSU, not really. Yeah. No, I mean, Clemson won, right? Yeah, Clemson won. Okay. And Notre Dame beat Stanford. Notre Dame beat Stanford. Mm-hmm. So no, I mean, pretty much who you thought you are, who you we thought you were. Yeah. The teams who you know, it was just that they those. For me, I was paying attention. That's why I didn't really know who else, like the other games and stuff, because those teams that are in that top tier were the ones that I was paying attention to. Because yeah, it's always that sleeper game where you think, oh, I'm playing you know, my rival who might not be as good a team as I am to your point about Ohio state. Right. Yeah. Um, and so they, they'll come in and sneak one in on you and that's yeah. what they did to them. And so, yeah. Okay. So the way it goes is, is Georgia one, Michigan two, mm-hmm. Alabama three, Cincinnati four, Oklahoma state five, Notre Dame six, Ohio state seven, Ole Miss eight. Shout out, so, to, shout out to Lane Kiffin. Right. Old Mills at Old Miss and Old Miss is up there, right? Yeah, that's wild. 
but I got a problem with Alabama being above Cincinnati. Um, yeah, we. I, anyway. I got a problem with with anybody other than Georgia being above Cincinnati. <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> I got the hiccups. Okay. You know, I think Georgia's clearly number one. Cincinnati's yeah. undefeated, and they knocked off number Some six. Some big teams. Yeah. Yes. You know? They didn't play no slouchy, like, yeah. yeah. Anyway, but that goes back to my point. Anyway, right. all right, let's go on. We uh, can be yeah, here I'm all sorry. day. Right, because, yeah, we, we'll, we'll toil around this one all day. Yeah. Um, let's talk a little bit about Lincoln Riley's departure from – what school is Lincoln Riley at? Oklahoma, excuse me. Oklahoma, yes. <laughs> and recruits are, are starting to back out. Um, and I, the question that we have here is should college athletes base their decision on coaches? Yeah, this was interesting for me because I had just watched, that's why it's in parentheses there, <laughs> had mm -hmm. just watched um, All American, uh -huh. uh, which is the show about the, the young, it's a true story about the young man from Compton who right. played football at Beverly Hills and then went back home and, and all that kind was, of stuff. Yeah. Um, so he was obviously committed to a school and the wide receivers coach from that school left. He did not know that mm -hmm. when they came and brought him this offer, he signed the offer, not knowing that the coach had left yeah. and ended up um, decommitting. And so this is the same thing that you're seeing with the uh, Oklahoma recruits who are leaving because Lincoln Riley is leaving. Right. And I personally don't think you should be going to, this is the educator in me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you shouldn't be going to school just solely based on the football program. That's the word right there. That's the word for me. Solely, but your coach has to play a big part in why you're going yeah. to the school. Of course. You're going to spend most of your time with him. Now, um, and, and my experience with this is I was ready to leave. I was ready to leave Howard after my, what was supposed to be my senior year because I ended up having to sit out with an injury. And they made a decision not to renew Coach Petty's contract. Mm -hmm. So I think I told the story before how we stormed into the provost's office and it was like, yeah, know, this y'all different world story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk to us and let us know like, what's up. And so that's when they told us like, yeah, well, you know, a, a few of us had threatened to leave the school or at least we're talking about leaving the school. Right. Um, and I was going to transfer to Bowie. I don't think my parents were a little too, a little happy. About <laughs> like that. what? Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. You about to get a degree from Howard. You yeah, okay. You, slow down, son. Right. But um, yeah, I was ready to transfer. And I think it's one of those things where you build this, I don't want to call it father or son, because I had a father, you know, um, yeah. but you build this relationship with your coach where it's like right. very familial. Right. It's and familiar. So, yep. Yeah. And so you, you build that relationship and then you're forced to say, okay, I'm going to stay here at the school and have to wait on another coach who's going to come here who may be different. He may not appreciate my talents. And, mm -hmm. you know, and so that is a big portion of it. Now, obviously, um, you don't want to get to your senior year and say, like, 
well, I'm just going to leave now after I didn't gone through my classes and I'm almost mm-hmm. at the end of my studies. But for these recruits who are coming in, that's all I was going to say. That's the it. decision now, like choosing your, ma- I don't even think most freshmen should choose a major. Yeah, because but you should are, have an idea of why you, you like don't. I feel like they should have an idea so of no, where no. Their, where their interests are, where their purpose is. No, no, definitely. But but the the percentage of college athletes who switch majors is really high, and so I don't even feel like you should choose a major in the beginning. You should take all kind of your core courses. And then you may decide based off of being in school, like, oh, I kind of like this more than that. Because mm-hmm. if you go to school and you just say, I want to be a lawyer, and you don't really know why you're you're wanting to be a lawyer, like we're asking a lot of 17 to 18 year olds. Absolutely, I agree. And then you get in it into it and you realize, oh, I don't really like this, which mm-hmm. a lot of college athletes do. They do. Then you end up changing your major and it's like, okay, I went to the school for this, and I haven't even discovered myself enough to know what it is yeah. that I'm truly passionate about, which is- I agree that, I mean, I do agree with that, but mm-hmm. I still say you don't go to school. Uh, you're getting, the word student is in front of your your uh, title. Right. Student athlete. Right. Even people who do not play sports go to school, um, pick schools based on criteria that might not be because they don't know what they want to major in either, mm-hmm. but they pick other criteria about the school that Mm -hmm. makes it. So I feel like, why is it that a football player wouldn't do the same thing? The athlete wouldn't do the same thing. Look at other criteria about that school, not just the football program when you are making the decision. Because I feel like, unlike your situation that you just um, shared, Mm -hmm. someone who is coming into the school, yeah, you've had a few conversations with that coach, but you haven't built rapport rapport yet. Cause you ain't been on campus, you ain't had that chance. Like you, I mean, if a coach is prompt, like on All American, this coach was promising him we were about to build our whole offense around you. Mm-hmm. That's one thing, right? Right. But how many people get in that kind of talk? A lot of them, which is why they decommitted. If Lincoln Riley comes and sits in your and we, you know, you've seen him. He's been in the college football playoff. He comes and sits in your home and he tells your parents, like, this is the plan that I have for your child. Mm-hmm. And then after that, he goes away. Now he goes what? away. Now what? You know, and that's what these, okay. these kids are left with. And, and that's, I that. I think that transitions us into the next topic about, yeah. you know, Lincoln Riley is on his way to, uh, to USC, University of Southern Cal. Um, but now Brian Kelly, who was the head coach of the Notre Dame, is on his way to LSU. And <laughs> thankfully, it's not like this anymore. When I was in school, it was a lot harder to transfer between Right, schools. no, the portal, the transfer portal is wide yeah. open now. It, yeah. It's wide open now, and, and kids can kind of transfer to wherever they want. And so mm-hmm. I think they leveled the playing field because my level the playing field, because my argument for that would be, well, why do coaches just to get get to pick up? And right, and right. Players can't, but now right. there is upward mobility <laughs> throughout college football or right. throughout college athletics. Right, and I'm not terribly mad at it. You know, um, I, I think 
Did you send me the graphic or did I send you the no? I sent you the graphic. You sent about, it to me because yeah. I yeah remember my response. To right. <laughs> you sure you don't still want to coach? <laughs> Listen, this man about to make what? Nine point five million dollars a year after fifteen years ago he was making one hundred eighty five thousand. Now listen. Hundred eighty five dollars thousand is not nothing to sneeze at for the no, average person. So just, let's start with that. Okay? No, I was just about to say. I mean, I'll take the hundred eighty five thousand right now. You... <laughs> so you sure you don't want to go coach again? That's all I'm gonna keep saying. I'm just saying. Yeah. If if, if, if y'all want to give up the hundred eighty five thousand, I'll come back and coach. I will come. And back that was and back then, so you know right. that ain't even an option now. It's probably way more than that. Well, they say that just uh, minimally adjusted for inflation is probably about two hundred and sixty something now. That's it said it in the article you yeah. sent me that they like adjusted it like two six. Like, come mm-hmm. on, uh, sir, yeah. you sure? You sure? Just yeah. saying, just saying. Heck, I'll go coach. Right. Do you do you think these were smart decisions though by by both of these gentlemen? So. My whole, so I come at this from a different standpoint. I'm not looking at it from the standpoint of their money, the money grab, right? I'm looking at it from the standpoint of building programs. Mm-hmm. And they both have built really good programs. Mm-hmm. Consistently good programs. And I don't know if the grass is greener on the other side in either one of these particular situations because in my mind, look at how every LSU coach has left for the last couple of people who've been the coach. Look at what's happened at USC. Mm -hmm. I'm just, I don't know if I would go from my nice cushy job Mm-hmm. where I took the time to build up this program mm-hmm. to go and take on it's, it. I just don't know if I would do it to myself personally. Mm-hmm. So no, that's my answer. No, no. Nah, you don't think it was a good idea? No. So I don't know about in the case of Lincoln Riley. I don't know about his case, but in Brian Kelly's case, it was 100% a better move to go from Notre Dame to LSU. And the most glaring thing is you're going to get a different type of athlete at LSU that would not be able to come to Notre Dame. It's and SEC, so, of course. Well, well and so that's why, that's to me what makes it a good move. If you want to compete with Alabama on a level playing field with the type of athlete that you can recruit because that was what was said about the game where Alabama blew Notre Dame out in the college football, one of the first college football playoffs where Notre Dame went and, and they got the, the brakes beat off of them. <laughs> they just didn't have the type of athlete to match up. And now you can go and recruit these guys if you're Brian Kelly. You don't have to worry about the, the rigorous academic standards, and I hate to say that, but the rigorous academic standards at Notre Dame that will hold you back from getting the type of players that can um, that can compete with an Alabama, because now you're in the same conference, you have the same sort of resources, and you have a different level of access. I just 
I guess my thing, so this goes back to a conversation we had probably two years ago oh, about when I said that the SEC is just, mm-hmm. it's not fair because it's grown yeah. men. <laughs> yeah. And we had this whole conversation and I feel like they still get the best recruits, but they, but it's not the way that it was a few a few years ago. Well, like I, you can bring in, I don't know. I just feel like if you if you believe in yourself as a coach mm-hmm. and you coach your kid, I just okay. So here's why I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say. I'm gonna just say this, and I'm you you play football, you know better than I do. Yeah. So I'm gonna say this from the perspective that I have, okay? The mm-hmm. perspective that I have is my ex-husband coaching mm-hmm. AAU basketball. And every year having a team that upon looking at it, mm-hmm. people would say was mediocre in comparison to some of the other teams that we had to play weekend every weekend, right? At, right. We were playing the Celtics. We were play, like we were playing, we were in the big boy tournaments. He did not shy away from going to the big board. He wasn't, we're not. I don't even know what's going on in down here. We going up there. That's what we play. We BS one every just about every other weekend, or if we weren't out of town somewhere playing like big teams in Alabama or some, you know, in Florida or something. So he didn't back down from it, and we went and we competed. Sometimes we got blown out, but sometimes they won. And he coached those kids up to a level. Their parents even said it. Like our children playing basketball, like we've never seen them play basketball before because he was able to coach those kids up to not, not just about their talents and their skill sets and and the Mm. fundamentals, but their mindset. So that's all I'm going to say. Cause that's, that's my experience. I was there. (laughs) I have seen teams. The coach wouldn't even shake my ex-husband's hand so pissed because they just knew when they saw us come mm-hmm. that they were going to win. Yeah. And I'll say honestly, it was something about race, but anyway, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, of course. Mm-hmm. But, I, well, and, and that, I, like, this isn't to discredit that because, you know, we, we see that coaching sometimes, <laughs> um, you know, a, a saying is you can't outcoach great talent. Right. Okay. Um, but you also got the silence, the saying that, you know, hard work. Uh, <laughs> it's all kind of saying. Yeah, it's all types of things. But uh, yeah. So what, what, what I guess what I'm trying to say is like the reason why we look at who has the best recruiting class and who, you know, and it's typically those SEC teams that have them. Yeah. Um, it isn't necessarily that the coaching is a lot better in the SEC. Like these players are going to, and, and we start to see that in bowl games, right? Because we see SEC teams get upset in bowl games. Exactly. Now we can we can attribute that to the fact that oh, it's just a bowl game; they weren't playing for real in the second and third. But we also we also understand that sometimes these coaches get out coached, and so Absolutely. that's a reality of it. Absolutely. When we're talking about the tippy top point of college football. And we look at Clemson being able to knock off Alabama three or four years. Right. We see that 
Clemson had just as much talent as Alabama had. My point. And at that point, it ends up being who wants it more. Now, That's if I'm at a Notre Dame and I'm not able to get those kids that Clemson and Alabama get because of these rigorous academic standards, then as a coach, of course, I'm going to want to put myself in a position to get those kids that I probably couldn't get at Notre Dame. So it's almost an ego thing. Not, not, not necessarily ego. I, and the thing is, okay, like if if we're in a race, uh, Lane Kiffin has a, a, a Acura sports car, and NSX NSR. Yeah. Yes. yes, NSX. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, what's his name? Coach from Alabama. I'm drawing a ball. Oh, Nick Saban. Nick Saban has a Ferrari. Okay. And the coach from Clemson has a Lamborghini. Dabo Sweeney. And I'm Brian Kelly and I have a Honda. And you're telling me, well, I mean, a Honda could win, you know, but a I still have a Honda. at least have a BMW or something. Uh-uh, no, get... it's a Honda. A Honda? That I, I don't think. At the end of the day, I still have a Honda. And while if I drive it correctly and maybe these other coaches aren't driving their luxury sport cars as correctly, I could probably be in the race. The reality is I'm still at a deficit because I'm in the Honda and they have better sports cars. That analogy hurts, but okay. Well, I, and, and, and the thing is like you, it, it's, I think it's, it, that's not to, to take away from these coaches and their ability to coach, but we can't ignore the fact that some players just have a ceiling. Yeah. I mean, no, I, I, I know that there are levels to this. <laughs> Obviously right. they wouldn't have five, four, three star recruits by their names. Exactly. If there weren't levels to this. I understand that. I just, I don't know. I feel like, I'm the person, I'm the type of person, I guess it's just my personality. I would rather just stay and prove that I'm, I'm, that I can do this with the kids that I, you know, I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's just me because I'm going to stay for them more so than anything. Not, and that would be my problem. I'd still be at the same school for years because I'm staying for these kids. Right. That's, that, yeah. I'm still, I'm still living nice. It's not like I'm making 245,000. Let's be clear. Because Brian Kelly nor Lincoln Riley making $260,000. No, nah, they're making a few Let's be years. clear. So, right. that's not even the point. Yeah. No, I, I don't think it's the money. I don't think it's, it's the ego. money. I think the money, I think the money helps. I think that <laughs> it's, it's you wanting more and you wanting to level the playing field. I mean, I guess if you're, yeah, from an ambition standpoint, a goal standpoint, obviously you want to go for, to story big programs right i get it well and and, and and there's none more and there's no story program like let's not Notre forget Dame. Notre Dame is like the Yankees but the reality is if you put Nick Saban at Notre Dame and he's not able to get the kids that he gets at Alabama he may have them really coached up but when he runs into a Clemson where the coaching it's is open. just as good yeah it's just no way to compete I get it. I guess. I don't know. My heart is for the kids, so it's a little hard for me to. No, no, and and I'm with you. Like yeah. you, you know, you talking to the yeah. 
the person that's at uh, <laughs> LA Fitness training people for right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You right. know that story. So right. Um, I'm I'm all about keeping my word and being you know yeah. being for the underdog and and whatnot and being against the establishment. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's part of my reason why I'd be like, no, I don't want it. You good? I'm good. Yeah. You got it. Thanks. So yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Let's, this next you can story. tell we ain't been together for a minute. I know. Look, we just talking about everything, spending a whole bunch of time on stuff. <laughs> I know. All right, let's go. All right, Paige Buckner becomes the first NCAA athlete to sign with Gatorade. Not the first female athlete. No. The first NCAA athlete yes. to sign with Gatorade. Yeah. This now, is big. This, this NIL thing is working out really, really famously, right? Right. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> tell, that, tell that to Spencer Rattler and the people who went. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't that wasn't necessary. That was Anywho. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so Miss Page. Yeah. yeah, this is huge. Um I didn't were you able to find like the uh the particulars of the deal, like the the terms? I did see it, but I didn't. I, of course, I you know I told you I'm rusty coming back. Yeah, no. I, so I I only asked that because when I looked for it, I didn't I didn't see that um, that they put out a they may not have or anything it. like that. And, and it would they make sense because she's a she's a college uh, right. Let's see. And of course, she's at see I, that okay. that part I guess makes sense as a college athlete. I mean, it would make sense that the first one would come from UConn, right? Right. Well, I don't know. I mean, they did get blown out by by South Carolina a few weeks back. Oh, did they? Okay, mm-hmm. I didn't. I haven't been. I can yeah, honestly I'm, say. Okay. Multi-year NIL endorsement deal. First freshman to ever, she won the John Wooten Award as the nation's best collegiate female player last season as a freshman. Gatorade's first NCAA athlete partner, the company called is the perfect addition to the, I'm just reading this if it says. Excuse me, Paige, I, I butchered your name. It's Paige Beckers. And it's probably because I spelled it wrong on there. Yeah, no, I, I don't see Gatorade. It. Yeah, they didn't. I don't think they. Yeah, did. They, don't see they just said it's a multi-year endorsement with sneaker yeah. marketplace StockX. Um. So, I mean, regardless of the dollar amount, this is still a huge deal. So, shout out to you, Paige, yeah. um, for for this opportunity. And again, she is the first athlete first NCAA athlete and so I love that part yeah smart on Gatorade's part to make it a female I love it yeah yeah she was their Gatorade player of the year in high school too so her last senior year so you know just flows right on into right perfect (laughs) yeah so yeah I think this is really cool but shout out to her like yeah get that paper baby look (laughs) go get your coin sweetie right I right, yes. stick, sticking with, with women's basketball um, because after she yes. leaves college ba- basketball, she could potentially go to the WNBA. Yeah. And we've, we've spoken about the WNBA, the salary or lack thereof. <laughs> yes. 
<laughs> that's the part for WNBA players and it's pushed Liz Cambridge I believe who was the center for the uh the Las Vegas Aces it's pushed her to be um a what do you call it a content creator on OnlyFans mm-hmm. And let me be clear, because OnlyFans isn't just a platform for adult entertainment. Mm. It's a platform for content creators. But she is using it as a platform for adult entertainment. And so in reading the story, it says that this is the money that is supplementing her WNBA Um contract now i don't know if she is using this as a way of making a statement but even if she isn't this is making a statement oh it's a statement Mm -hmm. for sure it's a statement i don't care what her her intention was behind it it's a statement and it's um it's loud oh yeah (laughs) it's loud um this will capture your attention Right. This will mm-hmm. capture somebody's attention to say what? Like, because as long as you were just going uh overseas and playing basketball throughout the, you know, off season, um, in these different countries and dealing with Lord knows what, um, it was okay. Right. Cause you're still doing what you love, you playing basketball, what's the big deal? But this, this. And this yeah. is no judgment on what she's doing. It no, is definitely. just, it is just such a indictment on the WNBA mm-hmm. um, that this would be what she would even feel like she had to resort to do. Right. I'm scared to even talk about this honestly because okay, I don't know. well, don't talk about. It. I no, 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 no. I get it. No, no, no. When I say I'm scared to talk about it, it's like I don't know. So. What I don't want to do is like the women who are on there and they're using it. I don't want to down them or degradate them. That's what I said. Like this isn't to down it exactly. Yeah. No judgment. But I know well, that well, that even if that maybe that is what she like. Hey, she might be she might be into that, right? That might yeah. just be her thing, right. and she's utilizing it to do what she does. And so, yeah. but I don't feel like she if she was making enough money, she might not be. She. It, it could be that she would not be doing this if she was making enough money in her profession. Right. But, so there's but, the possibility. She could still be doing it. Right. So I guess the thing that makes me scared about this is that what are we saying about the people who are on there, especially the people who are making like good money? Like Nothing. I'm, I think in, and I'm trying not to, I'm not, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about in my mind, trying to to see how I actually feel about this. Yeah. Like not mansplain. <laughs> right. No, I get you know, I get you're in a tougher situation. I can say yeah. this, but I'm saying all I'm saying is I'm gonna speak for the two of us and just yeah. say we're not being <laughs> judgmental at all. If this is how you make your money, go make your money, boo. I'm not I, that's on you. That's your life. I'm saying that a person who is in the profession, a professional athlete, Mm -hmm. 
because I don't think this has been, she's not being quiet about the fact that this is supplement for her. Yeah. So that is my problem. Okay. The choice she's making is her, that's her business. The choice, how she's choosing to supplement is her business. Right. I'm saying she shouldn't have to. Okay. That's what I'm going to say. I'm not just, listen, if you got that, that body and, and you yeah, do what you do. Uh-huh. No judgment. Again, I'm but saying. It, it shouldn't be something that, yeah. It should, she shouldn't have, if, if her purpose in doing this is tied to supplementing her income, mm-hmm. that is a problem. That's what it, yeah, that's what the issue lies. Not what she's doing. Because we don't know, some of these chicks might, excuse me, some of these young ladies might be hitting the pole, might be doing other things. We don't know to supplement theirs. It's true. I'm not, so I have zero judgment about what you choose yeah. to do. I got judgment on the WNBA that you've got to make a choice. Right. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. This has nothing to do with what she's chose, chosen to do. Show that body. It's nice. Go ahead. If that was getting you the paper, baby girl, do what you do. <laughs> That's what you want to do. That's what you're going to do. Go do it. I'm just saying, like, I can't, I can't knock it. It's your, That's your body yeah. and your choice. Okay, let's move on because you're so uncomfortable with this. Real roll call. Let's go. Uh, all right, real roll call. All yeah. right, so we're gonna shoot through these. Um, okay. I, I think uh, we could probably, at least for a few of them, we could probably talk in depth about them. But we just yeah. gonna shoot through them and just kind of give our, a quick synopsis on how we feel about them. And okay. we're gonna start with the University of Alabama. Roll Tide. No, um, I'm not. But okay. So Alabama's reigned at the top. Is it in question? Yes. Really? Yeah. No. Okay. That's just like, we were all ready to throw Bill Belichick in a can after Tom Brady leaves, and then he goes and wins the Super Bowl with a super team. And now we look at the Patriots and they're eight and four. And they're prop they're probably going to win the AFC East after we looked at the at the Buffalo Bills as being the superior team in that division. Yeah. And possibly the Miami Dolphins being better than the Patriots because of how the Patriots looked last year. Right. Bill Belichick has pulled a rabbit out of his hat again. And we know that Nick Saban is off of that tree and he'll do the same. I'm 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 not on I'm not on board yet. No. I'm not. You gotta see I'm it. not gonna I'm not on that train. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not on that train. I just I think I've seen personally, even with them, even with their record over the last few years um, and winning and all that kind of stuff, I still feel like, I just personally feel like the talent level on the field hasn't been, mm-hmm. it's been on a decline in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Well, I just think that they're playing with a lot of young players, but let's, uh, let, let me, cause we can really dig into that one. They they got to retool every year because they're losing they losing so many yeah. great players right so they got a brand new quarterback they got a new receiving quarterback. right and so yeah. they they'll be back you know what okay. I'm saying if they they'll stay I mean the kids got to stay though right 
Oh, I mean, they got three they years with them, but I'm about to say Nick Saban ain't going nowhere, so they ain't leave, they ain't going nowhere. Oh no, I mean the the the, the athletes, but either way. Ah, uh, okay. No, but but a couple of those guys are, are freshmen. Right. Yeah. So okay, they, they still at least I, got two more after this. Oh, okay. Listen, all right. I'm, I'm just, <laughs> I think it's I wishful know. thinking. The same wishful thinking that we had with the Patriots, like ah, it's over. It's over. Right. For them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. All right, Cam Newton benched. You, I, don't know if I, I, don't, I don't know if I like this. You uh, bring step. this man back. Step. I know. Uh-huh. Did you see that game? I did. Did, I, you, did you see his performance? Okay, but, but wait, wait. Because you let, did you see the couple of games that Sam Darn played before this? He wasn't no five for 20. <laughs> but understanding that this man been sitting at home for how long now True. We, uh, you you chose to put him out there this is my problem with it you yeah. you just thought oh he just automatically comes back and he just you know just right back and that just that's not fair but, to but me that's not fair you're making the point though so he should be benched because he just really wasn't ready to be out there. Well, he shouldn't have not, been out there then. It yeah. shouldn't have been a no, 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 no. I, so that's that's yeah. no, I agree. Because the yeah. way that they were using him as kind of in this role to kind of like take a few snaps here and there, like let's get him adjusted. Let's not just throw yes. him to the wolves to where he's passing for five for 20. You know what I'm saying? And so that wasn't kind of a degradation thing towards Cam Newton. It was more so yeah. like he hasn't picked up the offense yet. This is a new head coach, it's not the coach right. that he had, you know what I'm right. saying? Which begs, you know, the, the question, why didn't he just sign with Washington? Maybe it wasn't an offer to sign with Washington, but... Uh, you, you, your boy don't want him, does is, is that what the issue is? Uh, I think that's it. Ron no, Rivera no, didn't I'm, want him there. I, I am pretty good with, with Taylor Heineke. Well, yeah. but then I don't know what the Panthers are going to do, because, yeah, I, I, Matt Rule, that wasn't a smart move. In my opinion, you should he shouldn't have been ha- he shouldn't have had to have been benched. That was a lot yeah. because he should not have been out there. Yeah, let's start right. there. Because you get benched after playing. He should never have been out there. He should have just been riding the pine for a couple of weeks. Use who you got. And and just because he was who he was here prior, mm-hmm. you can't just assume he comes in and just, you know bring some magic that's really what it was you thought his presence was going to bring some something to the to the game or something mm-hmm. like that that was just magic or something no right. it's, it's not a magician he's yeah. a quarterback <laughs> just so you know yeah well all right let's move on bulls yep. heat penalized for improper contact uh from lonzo ball and kyle lowry and so they're gonna lose a second round draft pick next year for that improper contact. Um, did you agree with the decision? Rules are rules. Yeah. And if you knew you were doing wrong, see, it's one thing when you don't know, but when you know, yeah, just take the consequence. You just happen to get caught. So take yeah. the consequences. Okay. That, that's a good point. Because my, my retort to that was going to be, we know all of the teams are doing it. But maybe you got all of the teams just didn't get caught. So you got yeah, caught. I'm all right with it. Yep. I'm all right with it. Yep. 
All right, UCF running back Otis Anderson Jr. was killed by his father. Tragic story. Not all right with this. Tragic story. Not all um, right with this. And you, you said something the other day, you know what I'm saying, that kind of, well, yesterday, excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, it kind of gave you that feeling of um, Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye, you know, with Marvin Gaye being from Washington, D.C. You know that I, I know that story. <laughs> and I'm very familiar with that story. Yeah. Um, but but in thinking about it, I, I had the same thing too. Like I I just can't imagine the the child you gave life to that you would take their life. I just their I, life. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't care how mad I get with you. Mm-hmm. I know they I know, you know, it's one of these um I think black colloquialisms is I brought you in this world and I'll take you out. But I don't think we really mean that. Yeah. At least we shouldn't. No, we, we probably shouldn't. We probably shouldn't. But of course, then I'm that'll make me talk about the fact that the power of our tongues too. We shouldn't say it. Right. But that's a whole nother story. It's a whole nother conversation. Faith talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Faith talk. <laughs> we won't. So yeah. Either way. Yeah. But yeah, no, that's tragic. Tragic, that's tragic. Right. I I'm, and and dad, you had to live with that. Right. Well, however long you live, you got to live with it. Oh, anyway. All right. All right. All right. We So this week, we're going special with it. We don't have an on to the real. We don't have a mental health moment. But we got two feel good final thoughts. And number one um, is Ennis Cancer, who is, I don't know who what team he's currently playing for. I thought it was the Knicks, but I may be wrong. Um, but that part of the story is not the important part. No. He has become an American citizen and he legally changed his last name to Freedom. Yeah, Celtics, so, by the way. The Celtics, okay. So okay. he is in this Freedom. Freedom, I love it. Yeah. That's so, I love it. That's so dope. Like, yes, sir. Now, as much, I, I don't want to use a strong word and be hyperbolic, but as much disdain as I have for Ennis Cancer. To see a story like this, um, you know, mm. you know what I'm saying? He kind of he kind of took my goat's name in vain, you know what I'm saying, a few months ago. And so I had talked, I had called LeBron and I was talking to him and I was like, yo, you you want me to go handle that? And he was like, nah, nah, chill, chill out. Chill out, Jared. <laughs> we all had this whole conversation about it. Okay. All right, oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, no, nah, okay. Uh, jokes aside, yeah, I thought this was super dope to see. Like you can tell with kind of some some of the things he had been through, and I can't remember the country. I want to say it was Turkey, but Turkey. I may be wrong. Turkey. Turkey. He, um, he he uh, he had gotten stuck over there for some of the comments that he made, and and they don't have the same freedoms Mom's that we enjoy right. over here, right. um, in America, and so. It's fitting that he would change his name. Yeah, he would change his last name to Freedom. Absolutely, and I love it. Love yeah. it for him. Um, yeah, this is just dope. You know, we've seen NBA players change their name. We saw yes. Meta World Peace. We mm-hmm. we've seen it happen. Um, some who've gone, who've become, um, you know, different religions, and now they change that kind of. Mm-hmm. We've seen all of that, but this. It means so much. It's such a it's such a dope like 
I don't know. It just means so much. I feel like that's why I was smiling when I read it. Like, like yes, it is. So you, bro, I love it. Yeah. A little, a little more meaningful than Chad Ochocinco, huh? <laughs> I'm sorry. What is wrong with you today? Yeah, See? I think so. I'll be acting out <laughs> when you hear. <laughs> is that what it is? Okay. <laughs> but I'm I'll bring that be, out of you. I'm sorry. Uh, I was trying to be on my best behavior while we had guests. <laughs> now that I'm in here acting out. <laughs> okay, love it though. But yeah, no, yeah. I love it. So yeah. I, I feel good final thought. Our second one is mm-hmm. we gotta highlight Coach Prime for being selected as the SWAT coach of the year. Hello. Um, I, I got a little bit nervous. I gotta be honest. I got a little nervous when I heard that he had interview for the job at TCU and I know he had been battling um something with with his legs and you know you see him in that little chair and you know he has surgery yeah. on his foot I on think his foot, it's his right. foot okay yeah and so you know all of that stuff in concert kind of had me nervous you know what I'm yeah. saying and so yeah um right now he's still going to be at Jackson State next year and you know just to kind of see him get honored in this way with his first full season as Jackson State's head coach um, was was dope to see. I believe they only lost one game this year. Yeah. Um, and this was a great start to, to his tenure at Jackson State. And I'm looking to see more. I'm looking to see him snatch up some more of those top recruits who absolutely who would have probably gone to a power five school. But right. um, this change that we kind of talked about, you know, um, he he's spearheading it, and it's dope to see. Mm-hmm. It's dope to see him get rewarded for it. So, yeah, um, no, yeah, he's he's revolutionizing um, football, college football, period. But particularly yeah. in the um, realm of the HBCU. Yeah. Um, so he should have won. <laughs> yeah. If they got an HBCU coach of the year, he should win that too. Yeah. So Definitely. you're like just saying. Definitely. Definitely. So. And, and shout kudos out to Coach Prime. Yes. Shout kudos out to his Coach sons. Prime. Yes. Because his sons ended up, uh, Shiloh and Shador ended up becoming SWAC, um, all SWAC second team. Yeah. Um, getting this all SWAC second team honors, which was dope. And, you know, both of us saw that picture where they were kind of yes. putting up the peace <laughs> sign before the season. Right. You know, before the season ended. And he had made that joke about, you know, they must have already known that they was going to be second yeah. team. <laughs> yeah. I, I just think it's so dope that he could, you know, be like that with his sons. And he's actually coaching them yeah. that. Like, right. To, to me, that's that's awesome. You know, yeah. that's awesome. No, that's great. It's amazing. And coaching um, them well, obviously, yeah. for what they're doing. So, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So, shout out to the Sanders family. Yeah. You know. Um, for sure. And, and this was just a great story all around. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right, step. It's been a yep. few weeks. What I know. You been watching? Well, I've been watching a lot. Yeah. But I think the most impactful thing that I've been watching mm-hmm. is um, Transformation Church in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Pastor yes. Michael Todd. Mm-hmm. Um, his series. We just finished week ten of it. Mm-hmm. Um, Crazier faith. I said what I said was um, was for um, this past week, but this Crazier Faith series that he started, 
10 weeks ago. Well, yeah, mm -hmm. 10 weeks ago. Well, 11 weeks ago, because they had the one Sunday where they didn't. So yeah, 11 weeks like ago. Talking about the book. Yeah. Yep. So they, 11 weeks ago, they started this and it goes through the end of the year. Mm -hmm. um, so the rest of this month, it'll be about crazier faith. And I'm just, I feel like it's just exponentially grown my spiritual walk. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly. I stepped out and did something crazier. Right. In faith. Um, to even move to Florida, right? So, right. Uh, yeah. So, I, you know, it's I, I believe you you had to be the one who kind of put me on to the first series, Crazy Faith. Yeah. And so, I was watching it as much as I could. Like, I would turn it on um, while I'm on the stair climber, you know, getting some yeah. cardio in. I would turn it on where I'm just, you know, um, in the mornings, you know, doing my, my, my praise and worship and devotional. Um, and so I've actually caught all the way up and I had just completed, I said what I said yesterday, I believe. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I'm fully caught up and uh, much like you, like this series has like truly increased my faith. Um, like I'm, I'm believing God for some huge things. Exactly, which heaven is going right about, right? According uh -huh. to what he said. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. I, I got this shirt. Um, I got this shirt. Shout out to my wife. She gave it to me a couple of years ago. And the shirt says, Faith got me living risky. Oh, love that. Yeah. Yes. And so like I, I'm um it's some things that and I I'm I'm certainly gonna share them with you, not on here, but it's some things that I'm believing God for that yeah. I put down on paper. Me and God have been having this conversation, <laughs> yeah. <via> text message <laughs> okay. I, that I've been writing right. notes and I can't wait to share the, the praise report of it. That's right. So, um, and even yeah, the I'm, faith talk before, remember, right? Yeah. Even right. the faith talk before, we're going to uh -huh. boldly speak out of our mouths. Exactly. Those things that God has said are for us because they are for us. Right. So yeah, I said what I said. I said what I said. <laughs> Absolutely, I I'm with it. I love that. Yeah. Right, so what you watching? I've been watching. Well, I finished this story or this series called True Story. Okay. And it's starring Kevin Hart with uh -huh. um, Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes. Yes. And this show. I did not expect it to end the way that it did. I haven't seen it yet, so. Oh, you have to watch it. Oh, I'm going to watch it. I just hadn't yeah, had a chance. Had a chance yeah, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. yeah. As soon as you get that's a weekend to watch too, for me because yeah, I'm going to sit down and have to watch the whole thing. I can't go in pieces. That's that's yeah. definitely going to be one of those that you gotta you gotta sit down and watch and binge it and just watch mm -hmm. it all the way through. And you're mm -hmm. gonna want to because after the you know first episode ends, yeah. It's going to be like, all right, what's going to happen next? Right. It'll take you yeah. all the way through episode seven, I believe, is where it ends. Okay. So, yeah, great watch. Um, okay. Definitely go and check it out. I think I think Kevin Hart did a really good job in, in this very serious role. And I, and I think- Showing his range. Was, this is the second yeah. time he's done something like I, this. I, so. I, I say, I think it's the third. I, I, what's the okay. movie where he was taking care of the older man? I can't think oh, of- Oh, in the chair. Yeah. 
Oh God, I just saw it because I was gonna watch it today. Mm -hmm. Oh Lord, I can't think of the name of it, but I know what you're but talking. You know about. what I'm talking about? That movie, yes. Fatherhood. Yes, he was raising a young lady by himself. Yes, and this movie, I, I think these three are, are it. Like, and he he did okay. a really good job with all three. Showing his range, I love it. Yeah, yeah. As silly as you can be, you're a great actor. Let's right. say that's the part you want people to see. So right. yeah, love it. Well, I'm definitely watch it. It's, it's my, you know what, you know what I got going on tomorrow, so I'm right. gonna watch yeah, it tomorrow. So but watch tomorrow. Um, <laughs> On Saturday, that's probably what I'll do because I'll be back chill and whatever. So you gonna watch that set of football? Yeah, you know, it's, it's I mean, weekend. oh, it's championship. Okay, yeah, never I'm mind. Say. This, this okay, like a, well, might be a Sunday thing. Next week, <laughs> Oops, sorry, right. I forgot about that. Like, oh no, I yeah. cannot watch championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, but I will see it. Yay, we well, made it through. We are at the end of another one step. Yeah. Episode 138. Woo. It is so good to have you back. <sighs> you know, Thank you, brother. I truly appreciate the guest that we had, but this show is certainly not this show without you. So we back Same. at it. When you said that yeah. foolishness about maybe I should just uh, no. I mean, it was so good. I was like, yeah, I could just no. do the content part. Uh, and you no. can rock this thing. You got it. Uh, -uh. no nah. this show started as you and i yeah this show is gonna ride off with you <laughs> and I. so got it uh, got it i love but, it um, let's do this you know we thank you guys for listening Absolutely. um i'm gonna make this quick if you want to reach out to us on email uh fill the number two the real podcast at gmail.com you can hit us on the socials at ig at fill the number two the real podcast on Twitter at field and number two, the real P one. Um, you can reach out and hit us up on Facebook. Every time we drop a, a new video, it comes out on there. So, and that's field to the real podcast, no number. Um, and definitely go to our YouTube channel, check out all of our content, all of almost all of our episodes up until the point where we first started recording it are on YouTube. So, that's um the field to the real podcast on youtube check us out go like share subscribe um comment all that good jazz and comment good stuff because some people have just been well, commenting some and we just stuff. ignore that yeah Again. yeah i want you know mm -hmm. what i'm gonna stop giving that, that mm -hmm. uh, don't even give them don't give them no they gets nothing from us yeah nothing yeah that, that'll be my last time mentioning that yeah um but for those of you who've been listening who've been you know interacting um who've been looking at the videos and i've made the commitment to get better with our social media presence so um we've been doing good i haven't even had to remind you i've been, right. I've been watching i'm I like need, oh maybe I, you just needed me to be your i need i needed the i needed the accountability yeah, yeah. and so um and i'm going to continue to need it and i see that you you set the uh the uh -huh. calendar invite into yep. in, in perpetuity <laughs> yes i did i did <laughs> It's so like I, no no this is forever this, we yeah, just don't yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. this, this ride is on out <laughs> that's it mm -hmm. no but I, I truly appreciate it um and we truly appreciate you guys for for always tuning in and continuing to absolutely um but this is the end and we out peace peace now put the cameras on me 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 put